and welcome back to the deviant kitty experience this is deviant kitty here hello deviant nation how are you guys doing this wonderful morning um so i want to take this time to say thank you to everybody who is listening and just so you know fun fact that the deviant kitty experience is up to 151 followers on Castbox. Yay, yay. That's amazing. Um, so I'm here with the wonderful co-host, Charles. Hey. So we're going to talk about a few things today. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I want to talk about is it came, came across my Facebook feed yesterday or the day before yesterday about <clears throat> in 2017, by the end of 2017, they plan on putting chips in everybody. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, that's not happening for me. Um, first of all, um, some people want to use it for, like, there was a company, I can't remember what company you said it was, Charles, that is going to use it to, so their employees could get into their work and scan for food at the, at the cafeteria. Right. Yeah, basically, um. Uh, the the Facebook thing that's going around is kind of uh, blown out of proportion a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, first of all, you can't... There's no way that everybody in America is going to be required to do it by the end of 2017. Even if, even if somebody did pass a law like that, there's like 350 million Americans, and there's only like five months left in mm -hmm. 2017 so there's no way it, it, it could even happen even if they wanted it to um so it's blown out of proportion a little bit but it's based on something that is actually happening um there's a company uh called uh three square market uh they're a tech company out of wisconsin uh they got like about 80 employees and they're doing a voluntary uh chip implant um and over 50 of their employees have volunteered for it and they put it it's about the size of a grain of rice they implant it between your thumb and, and index finger and like you said it 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 opens secure doors like where you would have to wave a badge okay and then you can just kind of wave it over wave your hand over the um a little scanner in the cafeteria to pay for your food so it's got uh, security things programmed into it, you know, security access programmed into it, as well as some kind of uh, financial information, because that, you know, you're paying for your cafeteria food, so I'm wondering if it's, is it tied to your bank account, or do you have, like, a, a business account, mm -hmm. you know, that it's tied to, because I, I don't know that I personally would want my bank account my personal bank account being tied to that. I don't, I, I wouldn't want a chip period because, you know, there are people out there who do develop things for the good of this nation, but there are also people out there who will take that technology and use it for evil. <clears throat> to be honest, it, they'll use it for evil. I'm sorry, I'm a little sick. Yeah, they sure will. Um, it, it's not like it hasn't been done before. You know? um, exactly. I mean, there, you know, there's there's a thousand different examples of science developing some kind of awesome new tech or new advancement, and uh, you know, and then the the crappy people of the world 
snatching it up and, and using it for nefarious purposes. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with that because if, if you can implement, you know, it's almost like, you know, Samsung Pay where you put all your information on your Samsung phone and you can pay your purchases through your phone. Right. You know, people can hack into that. Now, what's not to say that these people haven't put a little tracking, you know. Um, right. That would be my biggest concern is the tracking. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be tracked. Tracking and encryption. Like my phone, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got the Google phone. Um, I've, I went into my options and encrypted it. Okay. So everything is encrypted, which means it's, it's basically scrambled and can't be, supposedly can't be decoded and intercepted by, you know, people trying to hack into it or whatever. Um, supposedly not. You know, not even law enforcement could get a hold of, like, my text messages or, okay. or whatever. Um, and that's what they're saying with the little chip in, in, uh, in that uh, company, uh, Three Square, whatever their name was, uh, Three Square Market. Um, they're saying that the little chip is it's encrypted, but it's not like encrypted devices haven't been hacked into before. Exactly. So, I mean, the thing is is connected to some kind of... Um, wireless connection of some sort, whether it's internet based or you know whatever, um, and anything that's that's connected that way can be hacked by somebody. You know, there's a, there's always somebody out there. There's you know examples of that all over the place. You know, the guy that was sitting on a on an airplane on a you know a passenger plane and live tweeting about how he hacked a flight control system. Um, somebody hacked uh, one of the new, I can't remember what kind of car it was, but it was a car, hacked, hacked into the control system of the car and locked up the brakes. They could shut it off. They could, you know, turn the engine on and off, lock the doors. You know, it, it's, it can be done. Um, you can hack TVs. You can hack somebody's home PC, their computer, and, and watch them through their own webcam. You know, it's, um, it can be done. Yeah, that, you know, we have a computer at my job, and um, I have put a piece of sticky note over the uh, the camera on the computer, because I don't know who is accessing that, or, you know, <clears throat> trying to look to see what I'm doing, like, I don't need to be watched, I don't want to be watched, I don't want to be tracked, you know, there was talk of of the chip thing when Bush was president and I said, you know, that's not happening. Nobody's putting a chip in me. Right. And the thing that, that gets me is, you know, what are the long-term effects of having this, you know, you know, chip implemented in you? What are the health risks? You know, there's, there's lots of people who have that, um, that birth control thing that you like imp implement in your arm. The Noraplant. Yeah. And one of the, someone, someone told me that there's, there's pictures of people on the internet where it's actually gotten infected and busted open. Like, yeah. I don't want to put anything in my body that's not supposed to be there, especially if it's going to be there for a long periods of time. Yeah, it, it, I'd be very worried about anything, any kind of implant, um, even if it's life-saving, artificial heart, you know. Yeah. Things like that scare me. You know, people have pacemakers. That scares me. You know. Um, and now, like new pacemakers, um, 
I could be wrong about this, but I do remember hearing about um, pacemakers being advanced to the point where now those can also be basically hacked. Wow. And you could kill somebody, you know. I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, you're not supposed to <laughs> wear a pacemaker and go around like a microwave oven or whatever. Because um, it interferes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, things like that. Like, I, I would have to know every piece of information from top to bottom about the device going inside me. I'd have to become an expert on that. You know, you want to put a microchip in me, I would have to become an expert computer programmer, coder, and all that, just so that I know every bit of what's going in me. But even then, because it's it's connected to, you know, in some sort of online connection, somebody somewhere could potentially hack in and program it with new information without me knowing. They could they could remove your security uh, clearance, so you go wave your hand over a little thing at, at the door to your work, and it doesn't work one day. Or you go pay for your meal at the cafeteria, and you have no money in your account. You know, um, I, and the tra- the tracking thing does bother me. Um, but who's to say that they can't just take that information and create a police file on you? A mm-hmm. wanted file. When I was a little kid, this actually just reminded me of this. My dad worked for the sheriff's department in uh, Arizona, and um, he had a home computer. This was God. This is nineteen early eighties, mm-hmm. early mid eighties. Uh, I was I was young, probably ten years old or so. Okay. Um. And he had a, a home computer. It was connected to the sheriff's department mm-hmm. computers. There, it was an online connection. This is before there was a such thing as the internet, um, or at least to the public. And he called me into his his office, you know, the home office, and uh, had me sit down in front of his desk. And he's like, "I just wanted to show you something," and I felt like I, I thought I was getting in trouble for something, and you know, I kind of was. He, you know, turns his giant monitor screen towards me. And uh, and I start reading it, and it's a police file with my name on it. What? Wanted, and he, there's a list of crimes on there, bank robbery. What? Also, you got yeah, 10 years old? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, there was like a $250,000 reward <clears throat> for my capture. Um, and he was just playing around. Yeah. He created, like, he didn't save it and upload it to, you know, the sheriff's department's you know, a uh, database, but, like, he could have. And that was in 1985. Yeah. You know, so you get a microchip in your hand that has way more technological capability than that computer my dad had. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, AT&T computer. Was, I remember that. <laughs> um, but uh, it has way more, like, my cell phone has more technology than the computers that put us on the moon. Okay. You know, so this little microchip, somebody could put something on there like that, and then next thing you know, police and sheriff's departments, or perhaps the FBI, are getting, you know, uh, so-and-so wanted for this, wanted for that. And you and you don't know until you get arrested, and they, they could pull up the file and show it to you. Like, that's a worst-case scenario, but it's still possible. Yeah. You know, somebody could do that. And that that frightens the hell out of me. Oh yeah, it's 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 not. 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, no one's putting a chip on me, okay? Yeah, I'm just going to be up there and honest. Like, I'd rather go to jail than someone put a chip in me. Like, it's not happening. Um, what was the other... You wanted to talk about, what was it, the Geno... Genetic engineering. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of related. It's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, uh, scientists have discovered and developed new technology for the good of humankind that somebody can potentially ruin and use to do bad things. Um, and genetic engineering is awesome. We might be able to look for the, you know, the genetic markers for cancer before a child is even born and alter them or get rid of them mm -hmm. so that, that kid will never have cancer. Yeah. That would be great. You know, um, and also you could... Uh, it starts getting into, you know, custom building your children also, which is, to no, me... you talked about that. Like, you can, like, you can, like, determine what color eyes and yeah, hair they're going to have, how smart they're going to be. That's one of the potential things that you could do. You could, um, you know, uh, go into the, the genome and, and, and pr basically program uh, eye color, hair color, height, uh, you know, things like that. Their propensity for athletics whatever um that, that's i mean that's far off that's in the future but it's something that is actually being looked at by scientists which is great because you know you want to be able to say okay well i want my kid to be healthy i want to get rid of any chance of cancer autism or seizures strokes things like that i want them to live as long as possible be as healthy as possible you know so you have your your custom-built kid with all the potential in the world so you know maybe every like if if and when that gets up and running you know you'll you'll start having just generation after generation of basically like nothing but successful healthy people which is what we want mm -hmm. but then the, the flip side of that is you get some you know some crazy Adolf Hitler type guy who starts building, you know, an army of genetically pure super soldiers. You know, it starts getting into some really bad areas there, you know, and I mean, all it takes is one, you know, one crazy guy to, to you know, just start. And then, and then that's, that gets into cloning too, you know, you build one that's like perfect, you know, he's your, you know, your super Aryan soldier or whatever. And you go, well, that was awesome. Let's just clone the hell out of that guy. Yeah. You know, you know I joke about having a clone because I feel like I'm I'm doing too much. I need <laughs> yeah. more than one of me to get things done. Like, if I had a clone, I would send one to work. I would send one out to get another job. Have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? No. And Andy McDowell? That's exactly what that movie does. Really? Um, yeah, it's hilarious. You should watch it. Uh Michael Keaton and Andy McDowell are married, and and he's uh, he's he runs a construction company, and he's just overworked and never has time for his family. So yeah. he goes to this uh, genetic engineering lab and has himself cloned, so he can send his clone to work and spend more time with his wife and kids. Yeah. Well, his clone is you know kind of more of an asshole version of him <laughs> but he's getting the job done and then he realizes he wants another clone yeah because he wants some me time so he's gonna get another clone 
to spend time with the wife and kids so that he can just go fishing by himself or whatever. Yeah. So he does this. He ends up getting three clones. Okay. But, like, the the clones get more, like, kind of their genes get a little diluted every time. So the first one's just kind of an asshole version of him. The second one is, like, a like he wanted him to be very family-friendly, but he turned out really effeminate. Oh, my God. Um, and then the third one was, you know, basically developmentally disabled. Okay. <laughs> but he was hilarious. And, uh, and the whole time, they're, like, Annie McDowell's going nuts because she doesn't, like, she thinks it's him every time, but she thinks he's acting weird every time she runs into it. It's a hilarious movie, but that's exactly what you're talking about. And I've thought about it, too. I would love to do that. I would I just, you know... But the, but we, you know, I think that me and you have had this conversation about one, like, if we were to have clones, would that person, would that clone consider to be a whole other person? Or would it just be like you? Would it just be you? But, you know, would it be another person? Would that person have rights to do what they wanted to do? You know, like you said, like, if, if we cloned Abraham Lincoln, would it be Abraham Lincoln or a whole new person? That's the big question. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not going to have the memories of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. You know, because you can't really clone memories. His brain would develop brand new. He'd be a brand new personality. He would just have all the physical attributes of Abraham Lincoln. So he would be a brand new person, but... And that would entail him... You know, to every right as as a regular brand new human being, mm-hmm. but how he gets treated, yeah, is really where the difference is. Like you, you clone, like you, I mean, now he's a great guy, so it'd be kind of easy to just let him live his life or whatever, and we'd just be like, oh, cool, he looks like Abraham Lincoln. I mean, yeah, he's the same body, but what if you do that with a really awful person, like? Adolf Hitler or, you know, Joseph Stalin, uh, you clone them, how would society treat that person? True. You know, even though they grew up today and maybe, you know, uh, you clone Adolf Hitler today and then 30 years from now, we live in, you know, this great society where, you know, uh, racism is kind of on its way out stuff like that. Like people are, you know, there are interracial marriages, gays are accepted everywhere. But you have this clone of Adolf Hitler, and he's a cool guy, progressive guy. Yeah. You know? But how are people going to treat him knowing that he's Adolf Hitler's clone? Probably like shit. Right. There would be a lot of people to do. Like, how like how would the Jewish community feel about that guy? You know? Yeah. Because he's the clone of somebody who committed genocide against him. Like, it would be like a weird thing, and it, it really... I don't know, it gets into the the real dark area of, um, like, what it means to be a human and what it means to be an individual. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's kind of scary. It is kind of scary. I don't know. I just, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, you know, between the chips and, you know, like, society is just, I feel it's like it's falling apart. You know, I get that there's people out there who want to do good and, 
and do things for the nation, but, like, I, 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 the, the chip thing just bothers me. It bothers me to an extreme, like, I feel like I might have to go underground, like, <laughs> for real. Yeah. You I know? Mean, like it, I said, it's, you know, I don't think there's really any way that anybody's going to be requiring that of you. I mean, there might be companies, you know, here in the future that say, you know, if you want to work for us, you got to have this chip. But it's, you know, it's your right to not work for them. Yeah. You know, you can go find a job somewhere else. You know, yeah, what if I, that job pays really good? Well, I mean, you still don't have to, you know, you still don't have to work there. Like, that's that's where the freedom lies. Like, there's, it's just like drug testing. There's jobs that require drug testing. Now, you might feel that's a violation of your Fourth Amendment right, you know, mm-hmm. to privacy or whatever, but they can still do it because they're a private company. They, they're they not a government entity, so they can't, like, they can they can require a drug test. They can require you to have a chip implant if you want to work there you know i i run a company it's just like a, a work uniform mm-hmm. you know um like duffy's sports grill sports bar or whatever the work uniform they require girls to wear these tiny little shorts mm-hmm. and tank tops what if i'm you know what if a girl wants to work there but she feels that that uniform is demeaning well then she chooses not to work there yeah you know it's just like the microchip like that's what they what that company requires, you know. So, okay, the podcast was supposed to be done yesterday. Oh yeah, we apologize. We apologize for that because I am a big baby and ended up in the hospital yesterday. I thought the worst because that's what I do. Come to find out, I just had really bad cramps. So I went to the hospital for really bad cramps, and I feel like a complete and other idiot that I had to go to the hospital for really bad cramps. So I apologize. I mean, you're probably not the only one that's ever done that, so... I know, but still, like, come on now. I need to get it together. Well, no, I mean, if you're... If if the cramps got you laid up in bed all day, then... And it's the first time that's ever happened to you. Then there's no way you could know that that's what it is. Yeah. You, know? you have to go get checked out regardless, because, like they said, it could have been appendicitis. Yeah. Because that's kind of the symptoms of appendicitis. You know, really bad aches. You know, abdominal pain, feverish. You know, nauseous. Like, and if your appendix burst, you know, because you thought you were just having cramps, then you could die. So better to get it checked out and it be nothing than to not get it checked out and be dead true so. Aw, my husband loves me <laughs> yeah yeah i try yep so you want to shift a little bit yes we're gonna shift i've been trying yeah. to try to stay away from politics but charles yeah. has something that he wants to talk about so go yeah, ahead it, well it's been a crazy couple weeks we've we've steered clear of the political thing for you know a few weeks but so much is happening it's uh it's absolutely insane i feel like i'm living in bizarro world or like where like this is like a netflix original see like this is house of cards crossed with the west wing yeah like it is absolutely insane what's going on um see you like when i get up in the morning to go to work 
Charles is up watching the news. Like, I don't watch the news as much as you watch the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sit there and I watch the news, you know, and I flip between a couple of different uh, news stations. And, and, and then I sit on my phone and fact check and research. And, because it's, this is the most fascinating political climate I've ever seen in this country in my lifetime. And, it, I mean, fascinating in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. But, like, if this was a TV show... This would be the most engrossing, addicting TV show of all time. I would, we would be laughing at it and calling it the most ridiculous plot line ever. Like, nobody would... If I... Ten years ago, mm-hmm. if I wrote this as a TV show, yeah, I would be laughed out of every production studio. They would say, that would never happen. It's unbelievable. Nobody would ever buy it. You know, like, this is the most ridiculous ridiculous political climate ever yeah. um the so having said that the the uh the white house is is eating itself the the republicans are killing each other off um they've fired a multitude of people okay recently um Sean Spicer. Spencer? Spicer. Is it Spicer? Okay. Yeah, Spicer. Sean Spicer, the, the White House spokesman, yeah. got fired. Really? Uh, yeah. He's done. Um, he's been done for a minute. They wanted, <laughs> to, they wanted to keep him on. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. This is how not up to date <clears throat> I am. I had no idea. He, they stopped letting him uh, do uh, press briefings. Okay. For a couple of weeks, okay. and they had uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders doing it, and and she's no better. She's she's less combative, but she's just as ridiculous. Yeah. And in the meantime, they they were looking to replace Sean Spicer, um, and so they they ended up hiring this guy named Anthony Scaramucci. Okay. Who's like a um, He's a Wall Street dude. Okay. They hired him as basically the, the head of communication for the White House, making him Sean Spicer's boss. Okay, wait a second. Pause for a second. Okay. <clears throat> Sean Spicer was put in that position by... Trump. Okay. So, now that Sean Spicer is not doing what Trump wants him to do, he got fired... Well, not exactly. <laughs> I think he was doing everything Trump wanted him to do. I just don't think he was good at it. And apparently Trump didn't think he was good at it either. Well, then why'd you hire him? <sighs> you got me on that. Because you thought he was going to be your lapdog and yes, do exactly, exactly what exactly. you wanted. And you found out he wasn't good at being a lapdog. So you're like, okay, I'm going to take you out back and shoot you with a 12-gauge? Yep. Trump what? Trump demands loyalty. That's like that's like <clears throat> one of the biggest things about this administration is that he he constantly demands like loyalty pledges from the people that work with him and work for him. Um it's really weird. It's almost very very like godfatherish. Um Well, Trump is no fucking godfather, let's be no, honest. No. Um So anyway, he hired this Anthony Scaramucci guy who's basically going to be Sean Spicer's boss. And they they told Spicer that he could still hold some kind of position, but 
Scaramucci was going to be his boss, and Sean Spicer said no effing way and bailed. Well, Probably the best decision he made. Good for him. Now, Anthony Scaramucci is a giant asshole. Um, he called up CNN the other day while they were talking about the investigation into Russian collusion. They're, okay. You know, they're, they're talking about that. And, and this is who called? Scar- Scar- Scaramucci. Okay. The Mooch is what Trump calls him. The Mooch. Oh, my right? God. I know. He's got stupid nicknames for everybody. <clears throat> so Scar- Scaramucci called up live on air while they were talking about this, this Russia thing, and derailed the conversation. He made that call on the orders of Trump to completely derail the conversation because Trump doesn't like hearing about it. But that that just tells us that Trump was basically watching CNN and got so butthurt about the conversation that was happening. He had his head of communications call them up, mm-hmm. get on the air, and basically have like a, a meltdown. He, he was just being a jackass. And it derailed the entire show. And it, it's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, there is a such thing as a hang-up button. Yeah. They kind of hung up on see, him. See, that's the failure in media. They keep taking the bait. They keep anything for ratings, whatever. They should start hanging up on these people and walking out of interviews. That's been my biggest complaint with the media ever since uh, Trump started running for president. Is that they keep giving more and more slack to this administration you know they do an interview the i tell you what if i'm a journalist Mm -hmm. and i'm doing an interview with somebody and they they call me fake news or they question my integrity i i'm gonna get up and walk out of the room yeah i'm gonna put my middle finger right in their face get up and walk the hell out you don't question my integrity i question yours that's how this works yeah i'm the you know I'm the news. I'm. I'm. We have constitutional protections for reporters because they are the checks and balances between the people and the government. You know, so it, you don't demean the media like that. You know, if I mean, unless if they're outright lying, you do. But there's nobody's telling any lies right now about the president except like his suck-ups like fox news and breitbart you know um those guys are basically you know when you sit there when you spend your entire presidency calling you know uh saying fake news to every piece of news that isn't flattering to you then you know then there's some you're the one to be questioned yeah you know so so a bunch of people got i think it's four Four White House staffers have been fired so far. Um, and these are people that he handpicked. Yeah, yeah. The the where okay part okay is where's he where where's his loyalty? Where's Trump's loyalty to these people that he picked that he promised them but a Trump job? Trump has no loyalty to anybody but Trump. That's why that's why you know that's why he's got his all of his kids and their spouses working in the White House. His, his loyalty is... Is not a conflict, conflict of interest? It certainly is, but... N- How is that even allowed? I don't know. But, so, beyond that, we had the big vote on health care, on repealing 
the Affordable Care Act known as Obamacare. Okay. So they were going to um, to vote on whether or not to to debate it in in the Senate. Okay. Um, that vote passed. Uh, oh joy. John McCain was in the hospital getting getting surgery and being diagnosed with brain cancer. Oh, I remember hearing about that because yeah. Trump called him a hero. Right. Yeah, even though Trump during the uh run up to the election uh refused to call him a hero because he got captured by the Vietnamese. Right. But whatever. Anyway, so McCain said, "Yeah, I vote that we do debate it on the Senate floor." So you know, Trump's like, oh, he's a great hero, blah, 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 right? So it gets debated. They bring it to an actual vote to repeal. Mm-hmm. And three Republican senators voted no to the repeal. Um, somebody from Alaska, can't remember. It's a woman from Alaska. I can't remember her name. Somebody else. And then John McCain. <laughs> So I wonder if he's still a hero in Trump's eyes. <clears throat> no, um, he's gonna. He's it gonna would have take taken. It would have taken two Republican votes, saying no, in order for their their repeal to fail, and three votes happened. So it's kind of interesting because it, it's it's like having a, it's like putting a, a blank round in one of the rifles in a firing squad. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody can. You know. Like, you got ten guys firing at uh, you know at, at the guy. One of those ten guys has a blank round. Nobody knows who has it though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know we were all involved in killing this guy, but we can all go to bed at night telling ourselves I was the guy with the blank round. So it was going to take two votes to kill this repeal. Yeah. But they got three. Mm-hmm. So, so now we don't we don't so. What happens is every one of those three Republican senators can go to bed at night going, okay, well, it wasn't my vote that killed it. It was the other two. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hollow in my, in my opinion because there, there, there wasn't any sort of heroic, like, one Republican standing up and saying, I'm not going to do this, and them being the one that killed it. You know? So, in my opinion, that wasn't a it wasn't a heroic kind of vote. I mean, I'm glad McCain and the other two voted the way they did. I'm glad it got repeat, you know, it got killed. But, um, you know, it was kind of an empty empty gesture. They knew that the bill sucked. The entire Republican Party knows that their repeal effort sucked. They didn't have anything to offer up. What they did have, uh, you know, that people are starting to call Trump Care, was absolutely ridiculous it was going to take 23 million people off of insurance what yeah 23 million were going to lose their insurance over this repeal and and it was going to give enormous tax breaks to insurance companies oh no and nobody else Mm-mm. so it was going to make insurance companies very wealthy at the expense of killing a bunch of people the congressional budget office said that it would you know take insurance away from like 22 23 million people and tens of thousands of people would die because of it but a few people would get really rich you know so they knew that their plan sucked they're just basically trying to destroy obama's legacy 
They're trying to erase him from the history books. Is well, what it comes down to. You can't erase him. He's he's here to stay. I'm sorry to inform you guys. Yep. You know. Yeah, and seven months ago, Obama uh, gave a an interview, and he said, you know, he was saying that it's really interesting that the Republicans want to repeal the ACA so bad, but they have not actually presented a plan. Mm-hmm. They haven't come out and said, okay, this is our plan. This is why it's better. This is how it's better. And they haven't had like a, you know, a plan that an independent organization has, has looked at and compared to Obamacare and said, okay, yeah, it's better. He said, if they do that and their plan is demonstrably better than my plan, then I will support their plan. I'll even vote for it. But they haven't done it. You know, so it's, it is very interesting how badly they want to repeal Obamacare without having anything to replace it with, and that's why I mean they're they're tearing themselves apart. Their their party isn't unified, you know, and all of what they're doing is basically unifying the Democrats. I think two thousand eighteen and two thousand twenty are going to be very interesting uh, midterm and general election years. Um. It's it's gonna be crazy to watch, but um, I don't know. I yeah. I don't watch the news enough to. <laughs> it's not that I don't care. It's just it's, it's exhausting. It really is. Yeah. It really is exhausting to hear the same stuff. Like, listen, Trump is president now. Okay, there's nothing I can do about that. Do right. I agree with everything that he is doing? Absolutely not. I honestly think, you know, he needs some, maybe, to go see a therapist. He needs some mental <laughs> yeah. health. I think that President Trump has a grandiose complex. Yep. You know, <clears throat> maybe with some slight bipolar in there somewhere. And that's my unprofessional opinion. But I I, I just, I can't inv- invest myself in, in, in watching the news because it's just depressing. Like, I have other things going on in my life, and I don't want to be more depressed because I watched... The news one morning, like yeah, um, <sighs> what's his name? Uh, the new host of the the Daily Show, what's yeah. his name? Uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah, he said it best, and it's 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 the most hilarious thing. Uh, he said Trump is what every Republican was afraid the first black president was gonna be. <laughs> oh, that's so um, funny. He's constantly he's late to meetings. He's uh he talks trash he's constantly on twitter talking smack he uh, should not have a twitter account he's, I'm sorry he's fried chicken on you on air force one like <laughs> that just cracked me up i'm like really wow dude like he it's it's such a perfect comparison he he's literally everything that the republicans thought obama was gonna be well, if if trump was black republicans would be Dragging him out of the White House and lynching him. I guarantee it. They'd be calling for his freaking head. No, he's not black. And, you know, and, and this just, is... just like if Obama was white, he would he'd be propped up as one of the greatest presidents of all time. Can you imagine a white president that got more people health insurance? Like, like millions more. Tens of millions more people health insurance. Most of those people are poor people. Um, killed Osama bin Laden. You know, uh, save Captain Phillips without any innocent casualties. Mm-hmm. Uh, drew down the war in Afghanistan, ended the war in Iraq. 
Like, can you imagine if Bush had done that? Done oh, all that? let's not forget. There would be, he'd be on Mount fucking Rushmore. Let's not forget that President Obama didn't have any fucking scandals. Wasn't yeah. cheating on his wife. Right, exactly. Wasn't having some intern suck his dick under the ta- under the desk. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Bill Clinton. Yeah. Like, I, I really think that that whole... When Bill Clinton was in office, we had a surplus. We had money. Yep. We had jobs. The debt was going down. If... And I say this sometimes. If Bill Clinton called me and said, Hey, I need you to get one of your friends to come over here and suck my... Yep. Under my <laughs> desk... And I will keep running this country and we'll keep having money. I'll be calling people and be like, you're going to the White House. I damn near do it myself. You got Just you, saying. You got to service the country. Go and service <laughs> your country. Yep. You know, and a lot of people didn't want Hillary Clinton in office. And I, and I understand that. But at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. At the same time, uh, you know, Bill, Bill would have been in there. Bill could have implemented some things. He could have, like, said some things to Hillary to get... You know, we have to think of the bigger picture here. We're six months in, and I think that it's time for us to admit as a country that she was the better choice. She was the better choice. I don't <laughs> care what anybody fucking says. I mean... I'd rather have her in office well, and Bill in her ear than fucking what we got now. Well, there's there's a ton of Democrats that voted for, like, Jill Stein and even voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary because they thought she's establishment, she's corrupt, yada yada. I think 6 months in we we should we should be at the point where we're admitting that those people are wrong. She was the better choice. You may not like her, you may think she's corrupt, but look who's in office now. You think that guy isn't corrupt? Ugh. How do you how, is he likable? Like I don't care how much you dislike Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton never bragged about sexually assaulting people. Yeah, no. You know, she didn't. Inst- she wasn't going to install her family in White House positions. You know, I, she wasn't going to. She wasn't going to use her presidency to make her family rich. Yeah, no. There's got to be a way to. That, that's got to be. That's wrong. Yeah. That's like if I became president and I had my whole family working for me. Like, this ain't yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. This ain't Shay's fucking barbecue shack. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Now, yeah, it's it doesn't, ridiculous. you know, Hillary wasn't my first choice. It was nah. Bernie Sanders. Yep. I really wanted him in office because, you know, I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that. But he, he, he was a, he was a Jewish man who understood. Yeah. He knew what was up. Yeah, he I, told the truth. He's. I think he's the only one in that whole lineup who genuinely cares about the American people. Yeah. You know, I don't think Hillary does, and I know Trump doesn't. You know. Hillary cares, but to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, I. But at the same time, like, if 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 Bernie and Trump would have went up against each other, and Hillary was, um pretty much out of the race, Bernie would have crushed Donald oh, yeah. Trump. Absolutely. He would have crushed him. Absolutely. He would have crushed him because... He's a better debater, and he, oh, wouldn't, not he, wouldn't, only have, that. he wouldn't have taken the bait that Hillary took during the debates. Yeah, not only that... And he had no scandals. You you know, not for nothing, I don't really think Donald Trump's that smart of a man. Nope, he's dumb. He's really <laughs> not that smart. He has people behind him who are smart. And in the world of business, you, you know, instead of, instead of, you know, you get other people to make decisions for you and work for your money or uh, that's a whole different, you know, subject. But 
I just don't think Donald Trump is that smart. No. I could probably run for president. And I don't believe I'm I'm that smart. Right. But I have common sense. I know, like, whoever his advisors are need to delete his fucking Twitter account. Delete it. If you're listening, delete that shit because that's only getting him in trouble and making him look stupider and stupider. And you're supporting this stupid person who's got a fucking Twitter that doesn't need a Twitter. They're tweeting about stuff that he doesn't need to talk about at all. You need to delete his Twitter account because he's just making him look dumb. I want to uh, say one last thing real quick that's unrelated to any of this. Okay. I'm officially done with Shark Week on Discovery Channel. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to make this real quick. They they advertised for weeks and weeks and weeks a race between Michael Phelps, gold mm-hmm. medalist swimmer, and a great white shark to see who's faster. Really? They, they're advertising it like he's going to race a great white in open water. Really? Right. Hyped everybody up. I watched it. It was so dumb. It was, they, first of all, they had Mike Phelps swimming through the water. And then they had a CGI shark that was lazily drifting through. It looked so fake. It was like 1999 special effects. It looked like deep blue sea. I thought it was going to eat Samuel (laughs) Jackson. I swear to God. It was so dumb. And then the shark only won. By like, like a, a couple of seconds, oh. which is so stupid. A great white can way outswim Michael Phelps. There's a reason people get eaten by sharks because they can't freaking outswim them. Yeah. So the only thing they did with a shark was jump it, and I'm done. I'm done with Shark Week. Oh my God, I I don't even watch Shark Week. Okay, well, we're about out of time. I want to thank everybody for taking this opportunity to listen to this podcast. We deeply, deeply appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to share and tell other people about this podcast if and you email like it. Us. Yes, email us. You can find us at on Facebook. So go to the, our Facebook page and like and share us. Um, we're at www.facebook.com forward slash a deviant kitty experience, all one word. And you can email us at the deviantkitty.experience at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see you next time.